What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be, talk- to be talking to Dion Pralika, who's the co-founder of Soul Savvy. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on and learn more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of Soul Savvy, what, what is it? What are you working on? Um, in its simplest form, it's a community for sneaker enthusiasts. Uh, we're, you know, we're bringing together people who have a, a common interest in something. Uh, they're very passionate about sneakers, which are um, limited and hard to acquire right now. And we help uh, we help them with that through tools, information, and ultimately just community building. So I want to set a little context here because, you know, I only in the last like year maybe two kind of really got into the world of sneakers and like realized there's like some really interesting stuff happening here but i think there's still i I, i'm sure this at least a few listeners that may not even know like sneakers like what like what's going on in sneakers can you kind of give us a lay of the land of like why are people interested in sneakers what's going on in this in this industry to kind of educate people that aren't aren't aware yeah, um, a natural progression of the culture that's been growing, um, partly due to social media, just the internet, the ability to trade, buy, and, and acquire a product. Um, it's be- just becoming more mainstream. Sneakers is a $100 billion market worldwide. Um, on top of that, there's an under- another industry growing, which is the secondary sales, uh, quote-unquote, resale, which is a $6 billion industry projected to push towards $30 billion. Um, it's just becoming a part of everyone's day-to-day lives where they're realizing I don't need to be in uncomfortable just shoes or flats or heels. Um, I can wear something that, you know, showcases my style and my, and who I am as a person through what I wear and sneakers are becoming more prominent because of that. So kind of walk me through. So let's say someone hears about, you know, hears about what you're, what you're doing for the first time on the podcast and and, and then check out online. What's their experience when they try the product? Can you kind of walk through or like the, get enter the community? Like kind of what, what can they expect if they were to kind of try this out online? Yeah. So as soon as you become a member, um, you know, acquire a subscription, you get access to all of our content, courses, lessons, information. Um, you unlock our exclusive community, which we leverage Slack for. And then our tools. And those tools are designed to help you acquire product quicker and faster and also just have an awareness of where anything is releasing at at any time because you know there is shoes that will be gone in 15 seconds so for us it's how can we help you check out in 15 seconds or less so let's actually like 
I want to kind of dive in there a little bit because yeah. even like what you just said might be like I, I understand I, you know I've been following <laughs> this for a while, but it's kind of like a it's kind of like a new thing to a lot of people. What do you mean you have fifteen seconds to to buy a pair of shoes? Can you kind of explain what what you mean by that? Yeah, so a lot a lot of the product is in demand. Um, inventory levels can range from twelve twelve thousand um, worldwide to as much as a million worldwide. Uh, obviously, um, you know, production varies on demand and interest in the brands dictate that. But at the end of the day, there's so much demand right now that they can't keep up and everyone's trying to buy it. So when, you know, the proverbial floodgates open and, and a product is released online, uh, there's enough people trying to buy it that it can sell through in 15 seconds or a minute or two minutes, whatever it might be. It's kind of the definition of a flash sale. Um, on top of that, what makes it more difficult is the industry is severely botted. And by bots, we mean kind of automated computer tasks that are purchasing product from start to finish and doing that in multiples. Um, it's kind of what was going on in ticketing before um, legislation was passed four or five years ago. Um, and overall, resale is driving the sellout speeds because people are trying to acquire this product and then sell it for a profit above the MSRP, which for some people might be more relatable. Um, if they tried to get a PS5 sometime in the last uh, three months, it was very difficult because people were buying that to then resell it for a profit. So kind of walk me through a little bit of what, what's your interest in this? Or I guess in other words, like what's the, why'd you start this company? What's the origin of story here for the beginnings of, you know, for sure. W? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm a sneakerhead. I love sneakers. I've been into sneakers for for a decade plus, but more seriously for a decade when I could afford to buy um, shoes on my own. You know, the shoes that we're talking about range in price from 150 to 250 retail, um, and it just is a passion of mine. I wanted to, you know, early in 2010, 11 when I started my first company, it was just a a simple form of a, a really a, a blog and social media around how to buy sneakers and it's kind of it's an evolved into what we're trying to build today but yeah it's just something I'm very passionate about and I'm frustrated with the experience for the average consumer who wants to buy shoes and then also wear them um, there's not very much innovation happening in the space right now because so much of it is geared towards um, you know the resale industry and marketplaces which is not consumer friendly and I guess one more question on the market because I just think it's so fascinating is yeah. this what do you find that, um, you know, with, with uh, Soul Savvy, you're finding a tons of people that are already into into this and you're just saying, hey, come over here. We got something for you. Or are you kind of like expanding? Are you educating people, you know, just like what you're doing here, like people that may not be aware of what's going on, say, hey, there's something going on here and we will be your home for this market. How do you kind yeah. of do your role, you know, or you can expand on that kind of however you want? Yeah, it's a combination of the two, I would say. Um, the industry is very large and there's tons of people who are interested in this. It's just a matter of fact, they don't know where to look or where to go for help. They feel lost. So we are coming into, into the space kind of as a Robin Hood. Um, we're trying to help them to empower consumers, to give them the information, the tools, the knowledge and the community they need to really enjoy something that they're passionate about versus the rest of the space, which again, is just really catered to, you can't have this right now for $150. We'll give it to you for $300 instead. And no consumer enjoys that experience. So we're trying to insert ourselves in the middle of that and work with them directly to help them. 
And then, you know, if you were to, to kind of take what you're doing now, zoom out a, a ton um, mm-hmm. and zoom into the future, five, 10, 15 years, what would you say, you know, SoulSavvy looks like then? Or in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you growing in? Yeah, um, for me, it's really rooted in the simple fact that I feel like social media is pretty flawed right now. Um, it's geared towards people with influence who already have a predetermined influence. It's really hard to be a nobody or somebody who has a small following or who's trying to start their career and to make an impact through social media, because again, it's very geared towards people who have some sort of connection to get that awareness, right? As an average person to be involved, um, you don't have much incentive to post on Instagram or to tweet because you feel like no one's following you, right? So I feel like social media is not very social and community building has not been done properly, in my opinion, online. And I want to build the future of that. And what does that look like? And how do we, again, how do we bring together people no matter how niche or potentially weird their interests might be to allow them to meet a hundred people or a thousand people who understand that, that passion at its core and won't judge you for it, right? Whether that's sneakers or trading cards or fishing rods or car parts, whatever it might be, we all have something we care about a lot. So how do we facilitate that, that engagement, and that connection in a safe place that's it's private. That's for you. And there's a layer of accountability that's lacking from social media right now. And in order to make that happen, um, you need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my yeah. question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders, community, and listenership help? You know, are you looking for investors, looking for customers, looking for members? You know, are you hiring? You know, how can we assist? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we are hiring. Help hiring is always welcome, right? Finding talented people who believe in our vision and are interested to, to push us forward as a company. I'm, I'm always for that introduction. We just finished our, our seed, route, seed round. So fundraising um, is not at the top of, of my mind. I need a break. <laughs> but ultimately, um, you know, how do we expand our reach and our awareness? Because, you know, I believe what we're doing is very important and very special to the culture and the community that we're trying to currently target in sneakers. And finding people and bringing awareness to the brand is, is the most important thing to us. Because once people find out about Soul Savvy and they see what we're doing, they go, oh, my God, I'm I wish I had joined sooner. So I'm trying to really um, expand that and bring awareness to us. And then, you know, if someone, you know, is here hearing this and they're like, I need to work, I need to work, work with this company. This, this is awesome. You know, how, how can they find you online? What's your website URL or app name? You know, do you have a social yeah. media or email? How can people get in touch? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, best way to get in touch with me on social is, is through my handles at DP16, um, Instagram, Twitter. Um, the company is at Soul Savvy on Twitter as well. Shoot us an email, info at soulsavvy.com. Everything gets forwarded to me just make a mention that you're trying to get in touch with me. Um, Yeah, feel free to reach out. I'm very social on social media. I respond to everything and I engage. So I'm I'm happy to open up dialogue through DMs or just a public chat with people. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me on.